Hey guys, hey. it's been an amazing September to remember for the Rock Church. Yes. We're celebrating six years yes. and we decided to dedicate this six years and this month to Family Matters. Yes. Having family conversations about family. It's really been an honor to have our children with it's us, been man. So good. Josh and Jared have done a wonderful job. On last week, we talked about the cost. Week before, I talked about the beginning. I want to talk about that press on this week, man. Mm -hmm. The press of what it means to be persistent in family, the rigorous grind, the equity, um, all of the, 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 the time that we put into family um, that allows us to continue to move in the things that we need to. Family is all about pressing forward. Yes. What do you say, babe? It's all about pressing forward, uh, learning from your mistakes. We're family. We're, 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 we're together. It doesn't matter. No matter, there's nothing you can do that you can physically do that will stop us from being family. So it's all about doing it together, loving, the unconditional, uh, the unconditional love, good, bad, or ugly. I've been saying it, good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> it reminds me of Clean Eastwood, you know. <laughs> but good, bad, or ugly. Um, we're family and so we must get through we must get through and love covers a multitude the press let's continue to press build our families love one another enjoy this moment a created relevant moment where broken and hurting people are restored, restored back, back to, to their, their rightful, rightful place, place in God I love you peace Hey everybody, we love you. Welcome to The Rock Church, where we create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people <laughs> are restored back to their rightful place in God. Hey guys, y'all can see I got the whole crew with me, man. I got my girl here. I got Josh and Jara, Michaela, my main man Jalen, and then my girl Charmaine. It's all about family matters at The Rock Church. I said Michaela. And the one and only. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's your what? Michaela. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Y'all doing good? Everybody's doing good. Hey, we, we, we've been in a session or a series called Family Matters, Conversation with the Family. And uh, our first session was um, the beginning. We talked about some of the mistakes that we make in family. We talked about on last week, the cost. And today we just wanna talk about the process. There is a process to rebuilding family and most of us don't have that in mind. We just wanna to get to the end. We wanna get the promise. We wanna get everything right, everybody smiling. But there has, to be, there has to be a process to fixing what happened in the beginning. Not really why it happened in the beginning, but what can we do to go further? We've got to be proactive in this season of rebuilding family. And so we want to talk about the process, the, the process. When you guys think about the process of rebuilding family, what, what comes to mind? All y'all just jump in. You know, it's an organic moment with Pastor G. Um, let's talk about that, the, the process. What, what comes to mind, Jalen? When you say process, most people, they look at process as, I got to get it now. Especially in the day that we're in now, is microwave. I need it now. Mm -hmm. Like, give me the end result without going through the work of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And when you put that with family, I think it all starts with communication. I was gonna say, say that. the main thing is creating that space for authentic conversation. All right, all right, so I like it. They just switched it up again. So if we want to talk about the P, we've got to plan how we communicate with one another in family. I think that we've got to look at the culture. We've got to look at the age difference, the, the, the things that are going on today that were not going on 50 years ago, 20 years ago, even just six months ago because this pandemic has changed our entire country on how we communicate what is the new plan there is zoom you know families have been meeting every weekend through zoom i know one of the things that we started and i think it was charmaine who started it we were watching movies yes. on zoom have movie night um you know my wife's family every saturday night they get together on zoom you know with her auntie and her show her and show pictures it's almost like a family reunion yes. so if we're going to talk about the process of rebuilding family, I think we can all agree, Josh, um, that it's going to start with how we communicate with one another. You know, that, that communication. And what is it going to take as we communicate? What do you guys think? Not just communicating, but how do we communicate with one another? I think first it starts with everybody being open to putting in that work. Mm -hmm. the, because piggyback, like you said, you have to do age in mind. I don't think age has anything to do with it. I think everybody has to be willing and open to put in the work has to fully to understand what everybody is saying. Too. Make sure that we're hearing what everybody is saying. Yeah. So we've got a plan, an open space of communication. Um, and that open space may come through different many methods of communication. You know, you may have, you know, the mother, you know, mother of the church who communicates from a holiness standpoint. You may have that young person who's coming from the drip standpoint. They call it, you can't say swag no more, it's gotta be drip, you know, um, whatever y'all call it. But you know, I, I, I also think to Whatever y'all call it. Your style, your demeanor, how you carry yourself. How you carry yourself. To add to that, to, in order for us to get there, we have to remember to have a safe space and for mm -hmm. us to be able to converse with one another. Yeah. So if we say something, you know, it's not going to come back on us. Mm -hmm. It has to be a safe space in order to get there. And so, to that too, go ahead. Um, it's not just communication, comprehension as well. Like, understanding where people are coming from, understanding where, yeah, just basically understanding and acknowledging, just being, yeah, open. Listening, not to yeah. respond, but listening right. to Good. understand. So rebuilding the family from the beginning of the garden moment, where we weren't able to be responsible, weren't able to repent like we should, um, dealt with those issues of recovery, um, reconstructing the family, the cost, character, obstacles, uh, sacrifice, time. So we're talking about the plan of process, meaning that we're going to plan to be comprehensive or uh, uh, to comprehend in our communication. We want to be able to understand who's talking, where they're talking from. I believe that's a, a, a real strong point. Are they talking from a bitter place? 
a, a place of misunderstanding, a place of abandonment, rejection, um, just never really being hurt, a place of being misunderstood. So we're talking about this process of a family going to the R. I like this. Um, the R, um, the route, the route. What, what route are we going to take um, when we talk about rebuilding the family? I, I like that, that word, the, 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 the route. The vehicle that we will use to learn, to communicate, and to hear effectively what we need to hear to rebuild. What route are we going to take? I, I believe one of the routes that we should take is the route of giving our families back to God. First, we've got to rededicate that family back to God. We've got to reconsecrate um, our families back to God. We've, we, we've got to submit our families back to God. When you guys think about it, what are some routes that we can take in rebuilding families? I'm jumping in before they do, but I agree with you. Um, even with back in the day, you know, we used to do ABC scriptures, and it was yeah. uh, uh, scriptures that started with A, scriptures that started with B, and the kids would memorize those. We would do um, Easter plays, and we would learn scriptures. It's, it's about getting us back to the Word of God, getting us back to who Christ really is in our life, um, getting our younger generation, mm -hmm. our older generation, but if we starting with our younger kids, getting them to see Christ for themselves. Yeah. And now that we know, and now that we've learned the, we've read the fine print, now let's give it to the children and teach them the fine print. So, so can you give me, um, you said A, what's the scripture that starts with A? Oh, I'm saying far short, Somebody else, <laughs> give me another scripture. Start with A. Why they have to do A? It's B. Oh, what's B? Be, be strong and courageous. Oh, wow. What's the, uh, what's C? Children, obey your parents and love. Oh, wow. Oh, well, let's talk. I'm ready for that one. The favorite one was F. <laughs> Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the right of correction. Hello. T, 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 T. Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, Z. 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 No, Z. that wasn't what Z was. Z. Zion. Zion. Yes. Okay. Oh, Zion what? He, he forgot the, he forgot he forgot the rest Was of you saying Zion Wilson or somewhere? What are you saying? He forgot the rest of the Zion on the mountain. So, these are moments that we have to take, and I believe the route that we've got to take is getting back to the basics. Like my wife just said, learning the books of the Bible. Can you quote a scripture or connect a scripture to the alphabet that, that allows you to understand that, that, that the church, that the Bible, Jesus Christ is our foundation, especially for the Graves family. Um, the church is our foundation, Jesus Christ, man, going to church, being active in church. So we, we talked about the P, the plan. Uh, we're going to learn to communicate, comprehend the R, taking the right route, uh, using the vehicle of the Bible, the foundations of the church. And then I like this. We already talked about it, but we got to go back to it again. Um, our cadence. We've got to pick up the pace. We got to understand that that the pace that was, you know, 20 years ago might be a little different. Um, the pace at which we're going to move today 
um, that pace is moving very quickly. I mean, we've got TikTok now. You know, we've got Twitter and we everything is happening through the pace and the momentum of a cell phone. You got it? Yes. It's happening through a cell phone. Yes. Um, it's, we're seeing our leaders communicate press conferences through Twitter, yes. Facebook, you know, and so when you guys think about the pace, what, what comes to mind? What, what pace should we be moving at to rebuild our families? Give me an example. The pace. Like a sense of urgency. Oh, okay. urgency. A sense of urgency. All right. A pace that, that reflects urgency. I I, go ahead. As, as parents, we, I, I said it last week, we need to make sure we're staying up on what our children are up mm -hmm, on. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm about to do this and they're gonna lose it. Uh, when you hear worship and praise, that don't mean no, no, worship no. and praise. No, let's talk about that. When you hear the word WAP, they, it doesn't mean worship and praise. But we need to know that because <laughs> if you hear your kids talking about WAP, you know, we would say, oh, does that mean what? No, sir, ma'am, so it does not it mean is worship and praise. So, so let's have a mature. So we need to know and we need to stay yeah, up. We should not, yeah, not know what the kids are talking about. Thankfully, when my, when my, when my kids said worship and praise, I was like. Uh, when your son said worship and praise. That's what I did. So. We need to know. So let's do this. Let's have a mature conversation about the urgency of what's going into the ears of our families. What's, what's going into the ear gate of our family members? Um, that wow, it took over in less than 24 hours. And, and, and not only were our children fascinated with it we had more adults that were fascinated mm -hmm. with it and and I'm not coming against you know Cardi B and, and all of those guys but th th there is one thing that I do need to say that if we're going to rebuild our family we've got to be able to talk about the urgency that causes our children to be more reflective and more responsive to the WAP than to gospel music, yeah. than to their desire to reflect Christ in their life because the urgency to talk about the WAP and to, you know, have conversations about, you know, all of that stuff versus are you saved? Do you love God? No, it's going to be easy to talk about what everybody else is talking about. So I, I like what we're saying here. We've got to pick up the pace in our okay. urgency. Yes to get to regain what you said last week to regain the ear gates of our children yes. to regain first of all the ear gates of our parents yeah. because when i look at music today i think that our music should be reflecting the pain and the liberation that it's going to take for young African-American men and young African-American women to, to, to cause a revolution. Who's going to be the next uh, Coretta Scott King? Who, who, who's going to be the next Martin Luther King or Malcolm X? And a lot of times we're distracted because we're not urgent enough 
to put a stop to some of the things that we're putting out because I, I really believe that the young lady has a greater gift than what she put out. I believe that she's more powerful than making a song called The Wop. I believe that Cardi B has a voice to raise young women up to such a place that they can become vice presidents, they can become lawyers, they can become doctors. We've seen enough of men and women sexualizing our culture because we believe that sexuality has everything to do with power. Uh, come on now, when you know where it came from, you wouldn't use it that way. Sarah Bartman, y'all go and Google her and understand why women constantly fight for sexuality versus um, identity in power and, and authority and dominion. So the urgency to restore our families is, is going to be with us creating the plan that causes us to communicate with comprehension, that causes us to take the route of recommitting our families back to God, and then picking up the, place, the pace of urgency. And then when we think about it, come on now, I wanna talk about um, that E, uh, the equity. Come on now, the, the equity. I call it Jalen's skin in the game. Come on now, if, if, if you know anything about having skin in the game, um, what you have put into the system, you know, my, my brother-in-law calls it sweat equity. I've been laboring. We've got guys that are still laboring on the street, selling drugs, laboring on the street to, to do wrong. You, you, you put so much equity into listening to the wrong thing that you don't know what the right thing sounds like. We, we put so much sweat equity into trying to fight for things that, that, that we may not reach instead of fighting for the things that we can reach. So when we talk about that, what are some of the things that you guys think about that we need to begin to fight for that will allow us to rebuild our family? Equity, the investment, the time. Um, I think we need to push to make sure that all of you guys are registered to vote. Um, that all of our young people, that's what equity. We're, we're talking about John Lewis. He said, don't be afraid to start good trouble. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to, to get in trouble because you're doing good to get in trouble. I, I'm going to do this march so that we can vote again because when you have leaders that are saying, we don't want you to vote, we would rather stop mail-in voting and all of these other things and, and we're listening to the WAP. That's a distraction right there. That song was a distraction to our entire culture because we were so focused and then in one week, one week, two videos came out, the WAP and then the Beyonce. Nobody's thinking about it. And guess what? They want to keep y'all listening at that because they know if we can keep the younger generation listening at it, they'll forget to vote. They'll forget to register for the census. They'll forget to march. They'll forget to fight for social injustice. And so when we think about it, we've got to be urgent enough to understand where we are. Come on, and baby. I think, I think we have to get back to I am my brother's keeper. My brother's keeper. I am my yeah. sister's keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have become this uh, selfish people mm -hmm. to where I only care about myself. I only worry about myself. And that is, in my opinion, where we have physically dropped the baby. 
we physically drop the baby because we're only caring about ourselves. I, I, I don't care what Kayla doing because that's her business. I'm going to do me. And I think that what we need to get back to is, yes, I do care about what Kayla is doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do care that, uh, that Kayla uh, thinks like she thinks that she's going through what she's going through. Yes, I do care that Kayla is succeeding in life. Yes, I do care. I think we have to get back to, I am my sister's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. I do care. I do want to make sure that you are okay. I do need to make sure that you are okay. And even as individuals ourselves, uh, let me connect and let me be accountable. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving the house. I'm, I'm grown, but I'm leaving. The, the days that we are in and we all see it, I mean, you can be sleep in your home and be shot dead. You can be uh, uh, walk, getting in your car and be shot dead. I mean, so what I'm saying is you can be doing anything, whether good or bad, and something can happen. So what I'm saying is, let's get back to, hey, this is where I am. Hey, you know, uh, we have a Find My iPhone, we have locations, different things like that. Let's get back to connecting. Let's get back to being accountable to one another. You know, it's really amazing that you said that because here it is. We were so focused in the beginning, but then we got to go back to it. What are the distractions that causes us to not really fight for the equity, the skin in the game that our forefathers fought for? My mother and father, mom, Hasbury, uh, Michaela's family, all of our family, our generations have fought for us to vote. And we're sitting here not really understanding that if we don't vote, we will sit in a Babylon-controlled government for the next four years. For the next five or so years that if we don't vote, if we don't vote our moral conscience, come on now, and I'm talking about moral conscience. I know that people say that, that they love God, but I'm talking about moral conscience that you would take innocent babies from their mothers and separate them at the border and that you would put children in a U-Haul and send them over to New York and they cannot find their parents. We, we've got to vote our moral conscience that you're now saying that if Breonna Taylor was not connected to a drug dealer, she would have probably never been shot. We're saying now that if the young man did not have an issue, Jacob Blake did not have an issue with the law, he had his children in the car, if he would have not bit down in the car but here we are we're we're saying that it's right for a white man to shoot a black man in his back but it's right for a young 17 year old to walk down the street with an illegal gun in his hand and we're saying that the cops are more concerned about where the danger is when the danger was walking right in their face now, I know that some people are going to get mad and say, Pastor G, but I got young people sitting here with me today. And the young people are saying, what is it going to take for us to be safe in our neighborhoods? When I look at uh, uh, my nieces who are African-American, they're beautiful young ladies. And when I look at my nephews here, I, I cringe every time they leave. Why? Because I don't know if they're going to get in innocent trouble. 
because a cop is afraid of the color of their skin. When I look at my nephew, he's dressed real nice. And you see him, he's tall. And, and when he walks in the room, because you don't like my stature, you already profile me. And I know some people are going to say, Pastor, you know, you kind of got off. But see, we need to talk about this with the younger generation. Because the younger generation is saying, why are we going to vote anyway? Because it doesn't matter. They're not going to listen to us. They've never listened to you before. Nothing has changed since mama and daddy came out of the chains. So why should we vote? Why should I go stand in a line when I can go buy me some Jordans online? When I can be sitting at home playing Xbox? When I can be sitting at home smoking some weed, getting high, selling drugs and making my own money because they're not going to listen. The urgency, come on now. I mean, I mean. You know what? You know what? I think things have shifted slightly. From the people that I follow in my generation, I'm talking 18 mm -hmm. to 25, we're the ones that's making sure we're registered to vote mm -hmm. and trying to push our parents to get out and vote. Mm -hmm. We're trying to push our parents. I've had conversations with my mom, even my grandmother. Like, it's trying to decide who, who we want to vote for. Granny, like, well, I'm just not going to vote. This is my grandmother saying it. Mm -hmm. My friends, oh, we're registered. Mm -hmm. All of us. Mm -hmm. Everybody I follow, vote. we're registered to vote. It's trying to push the generation above us to see the importance in voting. We've seen the shift. So what were you saying, Jalen? I said it's hard when you got dumb and dumb and running. <laughs> and, no. and, and, and that is a no, no, no. Statement. Say what you just said. It's hard. When I want you, got you to look in the camera. It's hard when you got dumb and dumb and running each year. That, and that's a true statement. And and I think that's a lot of that's a lot of the reason why you get people saying, "Well, I'm not voting. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna vote because I don't like neither candidate." And I think what we have to understand is we have to sit down and we have to look, we have to listen, we have to research. Um, it's not, uh, am I going to vote? Oh, I'm going to vote. Yes. I'm going to vote because as he said, we have dumb and dumb. That's what, you know, what you, you have dumb and dumb as he said. And he's saying that uh, because he's, what he's trying to say is uh, neither of the candidates would be whom I would choose. And that's what the dumb and dumber means. Um, sorry for telling people what you mean. But, but, but that's, that's what it means. It's, but the, the, the thing is, no matter what, we are going to vote. We just have to come to a resolve of which one we're going to vote for. And sometimes, you guys, be, our vote does not mean I 100% agree with this. Listen, we don't 100% agree with stuff and we're sitting here as family. They're, Fred and I are married, and we do not 100% agree with a lot of things. We are different. But what we're doing is we are still casting a vote. We have to cast a vote. You know, it's even time to get back to history, like get back to our black history and understand what the purpose in voting is for. Uh, the fact that, that we've, our ancestors have been beaten. I mean, the, they've, they've had fire hose, water hoses put on them. They, they, we've been restricted for so long. And I agree with Charmaine. It's not their generation that's saying no, no, no. I agree that their generation is saying, <laughs> no, we're going to do this. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly what's, that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. And I believe that that's a lot of the reason why we see this hatred 
coming up even more because you know it's it, it almost like we had it suppressed but here comes you guys' generation that's like, <laughs> I think not. No, I'm going to say this. I'm going to do this. Uh, it really doesn't matter. I am here. I am confident. It doesn't matter. Look at me. Look at me glow. Yes. And so I, I believe that's where we are. But my generation has to learn how to do it with respect. True. <laughs> well, I take that back because there's been so much disrespect that has been going on. It's like, it's, you're tired of it, it's like... No, but, but, but what I'm saying is, when I say do it with respect, I'm saying have respect for the generation that came before us. They, they okay. did what they had to do with but what they had. Hard and and now we're trying to come in. At that time, well, what was needed at that yeah. time, we're gonna put forth this time. Yeah. So, so let's move to the next one, the stress of the next generation. What is it going to take for the next generation to be handed the mantle or will you take the mantle? Unity. Because see, we, we teach that mantles are not given, mantles are dropped. Well, who's dropping the mantle? That's all I need to say. Why do I have to wait on a mantle? Why can't you give it to me the moment I'm born? Why can't you lay that mantle on my Life and, and I know we, we, we say it, you know, Elisha, you know, had to wait on the mantle and he had to do this and do that. But this generation is not trying to go through a system of waiting 50 years for you to transform them into what they believe they're called to do. And this is what I like, the boldness of what they have said. One says we need to gain the respect, we need to give the respect. The other one is saying, well, it's a season where we just got to do it. Because if I keep waiting, I'm going to be sitting 20 years of my life in the same place that mama and daddy are sitting because we were taught to wait, never really be proactive. So the stress of what? The, 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 the stress of training and instruction. I believe that's the season that we're in. That our families have to sit down at the table and we have to pick who's going to be the doctor, who's going to be the lawyer, who's going to be the, the football player, and then who's going to be the councilman, the, the, the politician. We've got to be able to pick that in our family and say, Jalen, you're going to run for office, brother. You got it on your life. Forget all of the other stuff. This is what you're going to do. And collectively, yeah. and collectively support one another. Yes. Because we are our brothers and sisters. Keeper. Keeper. So, right. yes, Charmaine, you're going to succeed. And we're giving you all the accolades and the love and support that you need. Jaira, you're going to succeed. You get everything that you need. Michaela, you're going to succeed. Everything that you need, we're backing you. Joshua, Jalen, we're backing everything that you need you you you're going to get that from us we have we have labor we have laid a foundation you are standing on our shoulders full speed ahead go we've got to be able to groom the next generation martin luther king groomed the john lewis's he, he groomed the jesse jacksons though those guys were groomed to do what they're doing today they, they walked in at a young age and somebody took them and said, this is who you're going to be. This is the route that you're going to take. This is the plan of action that we're going to put before you and we're going to make sure that you don't fail. Yes. 
We're going to make sure that when it's time to vote, everybody knows who you are. Everybody knows your story. Everybody knows your walk. Everybody knows where you come from and where you're going. The stress of transferring to the next generation. It's and time. then I, I like this next one. It's time to set the pride yeah. and the ego aside. Good stuff. To start training that next generation, that next, that next successor. Yes. You have to... I guess for, that's for anyone, to be training up that next person. Amen. They shouldn't be left out in the cold not knowing what to do next. Not knowing what to do. No. Yes. And that's what this generation feels. That generation between 35 and 55 feels that we were left to ourselves. We, we were left to fight for ourselves and we were left to, to pick up the scraps where there were no scraps. We, we were left to, to, to sit at tables where kings weren't present anymore. And so we've got a younger generation that's pushing, that's saying, we don't want to wait. We want to go right now. So we've got to talk about the stability of family. The bearing wall. When it gets hard, when it gets difficult, we've got to be able to run to the bearing wall. The, the, these, these four women that are sitting in front of us, they, they represent the stability and the backbone of family. They, they represent uh, the stability. Come on, put your hand on, on their back and let's just create this wall. The, the stability of unity, the, 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 the stability. Am I my brother's and sister's keeper? That I'm going to love you no matter what. I, I'm going to be there no matter what. We'll fall together. We'll rise together. We'll cry together. We'll love together. We'll go through together. We might not disagree on everything, but we're learning that stability is what we need. Yes. It's called the process of rebuilding a family. Yes. For the next minute or so, I want each and every one of you for 30 seconds to just say what family means to you, and we'll let the ladies go first. Come on, Charmaine, just 30 seconds. What family means to you, real quick. It probably sounds cliche but family means everything to me like family they are they're the ones that keep me accountable they're my greatest supporters mm -hmm. they're therapists counselors <laughs> they're my teachers they're my doctor like you get what i'm saying like family is everything to me um and being and being able to grow up in a family that's so close from both sides my mom and my mm -hmm. dad's side of family where everyone comes together. Like, there's nothing that we don't do together. Mm -hmm. Family is literally everything. My best friends are my cousins. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> are my cousins. So, it's literally everything to me. 30 seconds, Jared. Come on. What family means. Come on, real quick. Anyway, <laughs> um, family to me, um, I'll have to go with Charmaine said. It means everything to me. It also means um, trust and support. Mm -hmm. um, because with family, if you don't have trust or support in your family, how can you win together? How can you try to motivate each other together? So family means everything, but it also means trust and support. Michaela, 30 seconds. Um, what family means to me mostly is love. And um, you get love from all angles, from all different Meanings of life, it could be um, support, like you just said, support is the main thing because where else would you get it if it's not your family? And um, love, different, like I said, different angles, different times, 
It could be, um, y'all feel just in everything, to be honest. <laughs> um, the support, like Charmaine just said, that's my best friend. Like, family is everything. You don't need anybody, no outsiders. Family is there. It's just, if that's your counselor, your ride or die, that's just, <laughs> it's just family. Like, family is family. It's no sugar Can't get rid of them. Can't at all. Yeah. Like, Can't at all. <laughs> Baby, 30 seconds. I was actually going to say family means love to me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll go a step further. Family's blood. Yeah. Blood is thicker than water. You know, that's the little saying that we say. But family is blood. Family is good, bad, or ugly. Family is stability. Family is a connection. Family Mm -hmm. is support. Family is love. Unconditional love. Jalen, family, 30 seconds. I feel like family is loyalty. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's loyalty um, and it's deeper than just blood because your blood can do you worse wow. than That's your friends. And, um, yeah, I just feel like it's loyalty because anybody can say that they love you, but when you're loyal to somebody, they're going to be with you through thick and thin. Yeah. So he said, he said, accept Family, 30 seconds, man. Family to me, just like Kayla said, it means support. It's always been support. Ride or die, you know, when when something happens to one, the family's right there to go fix it. You know, somebody get picked on the family, I go back, yo, they was messing with me, we all go together and we settle that situation and we make it known. Don't do it again because it's not going to. You're not going to win. Um, and just like Jalen said, loyalty. When, like, again, something happens, who am I going to run to when my friends, so-called friends, aren't around? I got, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got my cousin over here, and I got my cousins over there. Okay, I, can, I know I could go to them and say, yo, this is what I'm going through. You know, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable t- talking to my parents, but I know y'all are part of my family and I know I can trust y'all with something, one of my darkest secrets that I'm too afraid to tell my parents about. That's what family means to me. Man, family means everything to the Rock Church. Talk about it's, the Jalen's part because he yeah. gave, that was so good. Was, and, and, yeah. and remember that one time that I, I, I ended up sick and they said your blood it has an infection. That was so good. Uh, Your blood has an infection and your blood is what's making you sick. Jalen, that is awesome. Come on here. There is a saying Jalen. blood is thicker than water, but then there is a moment to where none of us have the choice of picking our family. But we do have the choice of picking loyal family members. You can't pick your family, but you can pick and choose who you believe who's going to be loyal to you. Not every family member is going to believe and and, and be loyal. So what I want to say, you might have four or five family members that are loyal, that understand really what family is. Remember, it's all about the process. The process, that plan of communicating, comprehending those misunderstandings, miscommunications, failures, mistakes. It's understanding the route, that vehicle. 
It's Jesus Christ. It's the Lord's church. It's prayer. It's worship. It's family. Am I my brother's keeper? And then we got to understand those obstacles that sometimes get in our way. Those, those places that we take in life and then just understanding that we've got to have cadence. We've got to have an urgency to move forward because the next generation is ready to work. I don't want us to be like Ezra and Nehemiah where we miscommunicate that scripture where some were shouting and the others were crying. There was joy on both sides, but when there is a lack of communication and interpretation that the old is crying because the new has arrived and the new's ready to work. The new understands that they're crying because why? They're excited. They're probably hurting. They're, they're probably going through, but when we work together and we pull both sides together, we bring family together. The equity, the investment that we put into it. Understanding that both generations are bridged together. Understanding that we have to have stability. We have to have the strength, the testing, the substance. I love you. I simply want to pray for you today. You're going through the process of rebuilding your family. You're going through the process of, of just learning how to love again. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? Father, as we pray today as a family, Father, we thank you for family today the process of family having a plan having the right route the vehicle which is the Bible which is the Lord Jesus Christ salvation strength and mercy and power father God father we ask that you strengthen families today allow the process of healing reconciliation to happen oh God father this is our prayer oh God that we learn to forgive each other that we learn to love each other beyond the thickness of our blood. That we learn to love each other with a loyalty, oh God, that has no strings attached. That we love each other unconditionally. This is our prayer. I want you to sow a seed today. I simply want to say thank you to my family. Thank you to my nieces and my nephews. It's been an amazing time. Oh, nieces and, well, my nieces and my nephews. You know, Jordan's not with us. Dylan's not with us. You know, little Harper's not with us. Little Elliot's not with us. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Jalen, I love you, man. Charmaine, Jaira, Michaela, my girl, Josh, baby. I appreciate you so much. You said Charmaine, Michaela, my girl. You already know. So I want y'all to sow a seed today. <laughs> That God is going to allow process to happen in your life. You can see all the given links there. Hey, we create those relevant moments at the Rock Church where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Y'all want to sing a song? Y'all want to sing a song? Jesus is my God. All right. Okay. God bless you. We'll see y'all on next week. We love y'all. We we'll appreciate you. No, I don't have a song. Give one, Charming. Uh, there you go. Is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God. Let's say it again. Come on, I'll say it. How great is our God? Come on. How great is our God? Sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, 
How great is our God. One more time. How great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. He's a name above all names. He's a name above all names. You worthy of all praise. And my heart will how great y'all ready is our God oh you're, you're the name above all names you are worthy of all praise and my heart will sing how great is our God, taking a little higher, you're, you're the name above all names. Come on, worship with y'all, come on. You are worthy of all praise, and my heart will sing how great is our God how great is our God how great is our God sing with me how great is our God and all will see how great how great is our God graves we love you peace yeah. hey guys we've just had an amazing session and service on today man talking about the process of family it's been a wonderful time having those family conversations. Yes. Family matters, a September to remember. We're believing that all families will be restored. And so we just wanted to let you know from our hearts to your yes. hearts that family matters family. at the Rock Church. <laughs> hey, I got my girl Riley, I got Buddy, I got Dylan, I got Michaela, I got Jaira, I got Charmin. Charmaine and I got little Naya chilling on the end and my G's you know what I'm saying my G's in the back hey St. Ignatius on the end I got my G right here Jalen Josh he's made it through not itching anymore y'all y'all give him a hand <laughs> hey we love you guys and to my honey we love you so much baby hey love you guys have a great day peace